welcome to the Boutique Hotel News podcast, where we share the latest news, comment and opinion from across the sector, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, news reporter at BHN and host of this week's episode. Here I am joined with Gerard Nolan, Managing Director of Gerard Nolan and Partners and Chairman of C1 Capital, where we talk about workout agreements and the options that are available to hoteliers and landlords when negotiating rent payments. With hotels often being subject to leases, many tenants have had to negotiate rent payments as properties were forced to close. Once the coronavirus has abated, do you think that the terms of future relationships with landlords will permanently change? And if so, in what way? Relationships with landlords will change because they're being forced to change because many tenants can't afford to pay their rent. What, what we've learned in the market recently is that those tenants that have taken a view that they will pay the rent, uh, even with their businesses closed, are gaining huge credibility with financial institutions and landlords. And the thought process is that once we get through Corona, the value of their rent may be significantly higher than parties that can't pay their rent. So what happened pre-corona was that um, strong covenants such as uh, Whitbread, for example, were trading at less than a 4% return. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was so much demand that that weak covenants, tenants who didn't have a strong ability to pay the rent, may have been trading at four and a quarter or four and a half percent. Now the thought process is that those weak covenants, people who haven't paid rent, will push right out they won't be as valuable um, as the stronger tenants that have paid the rent and that may seem insignificant in this interview but in terms of when they're trying to compete for new properties to rent Mm -hmm. um, the weaker covenant will have to pay a much higher rent and it won't be sustainable it won't get the opportunity in fact many institutions now saying they won't even do any business with those tenants at all they will want investment grade as they call it So rents will be negotiated perhaps in the future. Uh, There's a debate to say that rents may go down, um, but you may well find that um, that, that the strong covenants, there's huge demand for that ability to pay rent. Landlords don't like not being paid. That will be the challenge. Terms and conditions may also change. New business models may also be made available. Um, there's different models we've used, such as turnover rents, etc. But, but yeah, there'll, there'll be a change post-COVID for sure. Mm-hmm. And the British government has ordered a moratorium on the forfeiture of rent arrears until 30th of June this year. Once this order is lifted, what are the options available to hoteliers? Um, yeah, we would call this the sort of domino effect. So, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a landlord. I've owned over 65 hotels in the past in different models. Um, so you can have a franchise model, you can have an owner-operator model. In this case, we're talking about being, being a landlord trying to collect rent. So from a hotelier's point of view, if you're paying rent and you've got no money coming in, then it's pretty hard to pay rent, uh, unless we go back to the former subjects where you've got your reserves and you can afford to pay rent and the landlord will always argue that the reason that I lease my property to you is that you're paying me for when there's a downside because when there's an upside it's easy you're, you're, you're paying me and your outgoings and making a profit over and above that's easy but you should be prepared for when there's a downside clearly with COVID it's been Armageddon so um, the domino effect is as follows if 
the tenant doesn't pay the rent, the landlord is not receiving his income, 90% of landlords are going to have uh, a loan with a, with a bank, um, and even the big institutions will have shareholders and equity. They can't pay the bank. Uh, the bank in themselves are paying a dividend, which in themselves is owned by pension funds, uh, and someone has to pay for it all the way through. And if you say to the government, you granted the moratorium, that rent doesn't have to be paid, um, mm -hmm. who's going to pay me? Uh, and so it causes a problem. So um, I think you will be able to negotiate holidays with your bank for capital repayment and interest repayments. You'll be able to negotiate the same with uh, landlords. You'll be able to extend your lease. Uh, you'll be able to increase your rent over a long period of time. So maybe you spread the arrears over five years to, to allow a catch up to be sustainable. There are many ways um, that, that we've given advice on in, in the past to, to, to do a workout deal, uh, but someone has to pay for it. And as I said, that goes back to this domino effect. There is a consequence for everything. Um, at the moment, the government just need a short-term answer and, and that's probably what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And quarter two rent in June um, will be due shortly. What can hospitality businesses do now in order to be able to achieve these concessions? I think you have to talk immediately to your landlord. Don't leave it. Don't leave it too late. Uh, share the problem. Work out all the options. There's many, many options. Um, uh, you know, look at it from everybody's point of view. So you're struggling as a hotelier to 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 pay the rent. The landlord will then struggle to 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 pay the bank. Try and get all parties round the table to create those ideas that we've just we've just touched on to to do a workout uh together it, it, look it may well be a permanent rent rent reduction you might change your lease into a management contract on a temporary basis but if you're the landlord um you've got to say if there isn't a sustainable business there and i repossess this property and i take it back mm -hmm. am i going to find another tenant at the same same basis maybe it's better the fool you know than the fool you don't and do a workout with that with that person because there may not be another tenant there on your terms on the other hand as a landlord you might say actually this is an opportunity to 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 get a new and better tenant in in the future because you know i didn't like how the tenant operated the business or i don't like the fact this is the first time they haven't paid me rent um so i think you just you know get get a good advisor sit down with someone do a workout plan you may well find for example we're talking to someone about um putting in uh, an injection of capital for a share of that business maybe that's the you know you, you hold on to your business and you find you find a new partner um so but but this has been an unbelievable difficult period for everybody and everybody therefore should be sympathetic to to doing a workout deal mm -hmm. and there's been um, a proposed nine month national time out which could provide both tenants and owners with the additional cash that they need when they need it most. If financial relief is not granted, what is the likelihood that banks will step in to become the new owners? Um, I think they're going to be very reluctant to step in. Um, if they step into every business they've lent on in the UK, they'll be bankrupt themselves, so they just can't do that. Uh, in the past recessions I've worked in, uh, early 90s, um, uh, even the financial global crisis 2008 and things that happened in between. Um, banks have learned from the 80s when they did repossess a lot of properties that it was very expensive and they were bankers, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't hoteliers. They didn't necessarily run these businesses as efficiently as they could be. 
to when I worked in the financial crisis, we, we had 20 hotels we did a workout deal on. Um, and we said, look, you can have the keys back uh, or we can continue running them for you and do our best to get you every penny back that, that, that you've lent over time. And so we did a workout deal with them. Um, and I think that will be their approach. Wherever possible, they'll do a workout deal. There'll be clearly some businesses that have got too much debt or their particular circumstances that they won't survive. So if you take Shearings as an example, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a coach business orientated around elderly people. They could probably take the view for the next year, 18 months, that there wouldn't be elderly people getting on coaches uh, because of COVID um, mm -hmm. and their private equity you know, basically allowed it to go into administration. They didn't choose to support the business. So there will be exceptions, but hopefully in most cases, you'll be able to work with your investors, with, with the institutions, with the banks and saying, we, we will get through this in the next 18 months, two years. I did have a strong business. Um, maybe I have to put in a bit more cash and I, I found this person to help me, but it is a sustainable business. And I think that's the message that everybody will want to hear that, that, that you know, we will definitely get through it. It's just a question of time. Mm -hmm. And debt levels for some of the top UK hotel groups are around 44% higher than during the credit crunch. Do you think that additional support will be needed once hotels are reopened? Yeah, um, look, the, one of the, in my experience that most hotels in normal circumstances are, are profitable businesses. It's their level of debt that, that, that creates them. So again, in the 90s, interest rates went from circa 10% to uh, in excess of 15% uh, after, after Black Monday. Uh, in the global crisis, ironically, interest rates were about 6 or 7% and, um, uh, and, and sub the global crisis um, suddenly went down dramatically uh, and, and today they're even lower. So if the banks are able to pass on that saving with the encouragement of government, so at the moment interest rates are somewhere between three and five percent, most people around about that four to five percent payment rate. If base rates are 0.1 mm -hmm. and banks are encouraged to reduce the, the, the liability uh, of getting an interest rate out at two or three percent, then suddenly a lot of businesses will find it a lot easier to pay their interest uh, and then when they get back on their feet, repay the capital. So um, if we can get that level of cooperation, then that will help that domino effect that we talked about earlier, where businesses can get back on their feet uh, sustainable. So, um, you know, if you can borrow 10 million pounds at, at a rate of 2% instead of 5%, it makes a huge difference to the success of your business and your ability to repay capital and interest. Thanks for listening to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and sign up to our twice-weekly newsletter. Boutique Hotel News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio. This November, we launched the Urban Living Festival 2020 in London. We're inviting urban innovators and investors at the cutting edge of contemporary hospitality and real estate to look to the future and collectively define where we stay, live and work. Visit urbanlivingfestival.com for more details.